0: Welcome to The Drabblecast, episode 424. The Drabblecast is a weekly audio fiction magazine that brings strange stories by strange authors to strange listeners, such as yourself. I'm your host, Norm Sherman. Women and Aliens Month, a month of stories about aliens written by phenomenal women authors. This year we bring you a set of original commissioned stories brought together by our awesome editor, Sandra O'Dell. Unlike Most Tides by Darcy Little Badger and On the Feeding Habits of Humans, a first-hand account by Khalida Muhammad Ali and Rachel K. Jones. You're gonna love it. We're starting things off with a fun Margaret Atwood story, though, called The Martians Claim Canada. Margaret Atwood's a Canadian writer who has written award-winning poetry, short stories, and novels, including The Circle Game, The Handmaid's Tale, The Blind Assassin, Oryx and Crake, and The Tent. Her works have been translated into an array of different languages and seen several screen adaptations, with both Handmaid's Tale and Elias Grace becoming miniseries in 2017. So without further ado, we bring you The Martians Claim Canada by Margaret Atwood. The Martians Claim Canada by Margaret Atwood. The Martians descend to Earth in their spaceship. They intend to go to New York. They want to see something called a musical, but they get the directions mixed up, as many before them have done, and end up in Canada instead, as many before them have also done. Specifically, they land on a chunk of rock in the boreal forest, somewhere on the Laurentian Shield. There is no one around, or no one you might recognize as one. Where is here? says the first Martian. Where is always relative, says the second Martian. Where in relation to what? This approach is not helpful, says the third Martian. Luckily, there is a mushroom. It's the summer, however brief, and these Martians know how to talk to mushrooms, which they resemble somewhat in appearance.
1: Where Where are are we? we?
0: They ask the mushroom. It is an Amanita muscaria, not entirely trustworthy, prone to illusions, and somewhat vain due to having been worshipped as a deity in Siberia, but it is the only sentient being in evidence. Depends who you ask, says the mushroom, and how long their memory is. Mushrooms have long memories. Some of them are thousands of years old. However, they're not always very talkative. We've noticed that. It depends also on what you mean by here, says the mushroom. "'Do you, for instance, include the part underneath ground level? "'That's mostly what here is for a mushroom.' "'Just the coordinates,' says the first Martian. "'Spell it out for us, and please don't quibble about whether mushrooms know how to spell. "'It's a figure of speech.' "'If the memory in question is short, this might be a place called Canada,' says the Amanita. "'Longer, it might be a place called New France. "'More or less, maybe, if those people got up this far.' Longer than that, it might be a place called Turtle Island. Longer than that, it might be a place called Laurentide Ice Sheet. Longer than that, it might be a place called Laurentia, otherwise known as North American Croton. Uh, Longer than that, it might be called a molten blob of magma. Some of these so-called places were good for mushrooms. Others, such as the ice shield and the molten blob, (laughs) not so much. We can time travel, say the Martians. Which would be the best time slot for seeing a musical, in your opinion? Uh, Maybe the Canada one, says the Mushroom. Present tense, uh, definitely not the magma. Okay, but what is it, says the second Martian. The Canada one. Many have asked, says the Mushroom. Some say it's a country. But what is a country, says the third Martian. Ah, says the Mushroom. You've heard of people... ''Yeah, sure, of course,'' says the first Martian. Two legs, only two arms, strange-looking heads, only two eyes. You need them for putting on musicals.'' ''Okay, a country is an idea people get into their brains,'' says the mushroom. ''Without people, there aren't any countries. Mushrooms don't bother with countries.'' ''That's a start,'' says the second Martian. ''What sort of idea in their brains?'' Well, you draw a line, you put up walls and gates and such, and you say some people can't come in, and other people can't go out. You say everything inside this country is a certain kind of thing, and that's that's how it's done inside the line you've drawn. You make laws, you have customs in a language, or two languages, or 54 languages, it depends. You you have a flag, which is a piece of cloth with some sort of pattern on it, and it waves around in the wind. Unlike mushrooms, we we don't wave anything. Maybe you have national outfits. You have a special song that you're supposed to sing. It's a, it's kind of a ceremonial thing on special occasions. You're supposed to look really solemn and have deep emotions while doing it. A song, says the first Martian. That sounds promising for musicals. At least it's a beginning. What about dances, says the second Martian. Musicals have dances. That's what the people need the legs for. Some countries have national dances, others not, says the mushroom. Sometimes the countries have wars, that's when they cross each other's lines and gates and and try and kill the other people in the other countries so they can get their stuff. Stuff? Toasters, says the mushroom. You know, frying pans, microwaves, all those anti-mushroom devices. Other stuff too, like land, gold, dead animals and trees. Fish, sometimes it's fish. I don't have much interest in fish myself, but some of these countries have set a lot of store by them. Other countries are more interested in diamonds, but you can get obsessed by both. Okay, so what countries in general, says the third Martian. What about this Canada country, then? Oh, they value fish, says the mushroom. Water on three sides, large, a lot of mushrooms, though not so many as once there were. What else would you like to know about it? Well, from what you tell us, says the first Martian, this Canada wasn't always there. What did it come from? <clears throat> well, once upon a time, says the mushroom, settling into narrative mode, the Laurentide ice sheet melted, and then there could be people. They had different languages. They were interested in fish, also animals. They had outfits and laws and customs and so forth, and, and songs. They had a lot of songs, but they didn't have that flag thing yet. We don't either, says the Martians. Maybe you'd better get one, says the Mushroom. They come in handy. For what? Claiming, says the Mushroom. I don't grasp your meaning, says the First Martian. What is claiming? Well, in this specific instance, says the Amanita, some people with a flag sailed over the ocean blue, and when they got to this side, they stuck the flag in the ground. It was on a pole, you see. And they said, I claim this land for France. Then they made a speech and wrote things down and said the whole place was theirs, including all the fish, and the trees, and the animals, and the people who were already there. And the mushrooms. We mushrooms didn't get a say in it. Of course, nobody pays any attention to us anyways unless they eat a poisonous sporocarp. What is a sporocarp, says the second Martian. <laughs> well you're talking to one. So the people with the French flag, they set up sort of a sub-country, at wars with some of the people to the south who had done the same sort of claiming thing down there, but with a different flag. I see what you mean about the flags, says the first Martian. We should indeed concoct one for ourselves. But did they do musicals, these flag-waving people? ''Well, think about people,'' says the Mushroom. First they have wars. Then, after a while, they turn the wars into musicals. It's just how they are.'' ''What about the people who were already there?'' says the Third Martian. ''The ones without the flags?'' "'Oh, things didn't go well for them, I'm afraid,' says the mushroom. "'To begin with, the new people were full of deadly spores. "'They didn't know it, but they were practically half-poisonous mushroom themselves, "'and their spores poisoned a lot of people who were already there, and they died.' With the ones who didn't die, things were sort of friendly at first, because the new people wanted animals. They wanted to put them on their heads, and also sell them and make lots of money. And the old people knew how to catch the animals, so things went on like that for a while. On their heads? Why? Don't ask me, says the mushroom. They liked it? What can I say? Then there was this war between the French flag ones and the English flag ones to see who could control the dead animals, and the French flag ones lost, and the English ones took over the dead animal trade. Then after a while, the animals got all used up, and the English flag ones thought that instead they would get people to grow wheat and make money out of that. What is wheat? Says the first Martian. It's kind of an anti-mushroom, says the mushroom. Wheat pushed the mushrooms off the land. You can't grow wheat and mushrooms in the same place, you see. The original people got pushed off, too, once they were no longer useful to the people for catching the animals, for helping with different wars and all that, and for teaching the new people their knowledge." "'Those new people don't sound very grateful,' says the first Martian. "'Yeah, that's how it is with people,' says the mushroom. "'If they want to take a thing that belongs to someone else, gratitude goes out the window.' So, the new people made laws about the first people, and the first ones didn't get a say. Things got bad for them. Plus, a lot of poor people were shipped in, one way or another. Orphans, refugees, persecuted religions and whatnot. Many different languages, even more than the first. The ones shipped in were supposed to grow wheat. Things were bad for them, too, because, well, they were poor. They didn't have winter coats. They had to eat parsnips. I think it was parsnips. Anyways, it went on like that. Then after a while, some of the higher-ups decided to call the place Canada. I forget which came first, the wheat or the name change, but it was still only kind of a sub-country at that point. The big sporocarp was a king or a queen, who cares which, mushrooms don't really do genders, who lived on the other side of the ocean. I'm confused, says the second Martian. I'm alarmed, says the third Martian. I'm bored. "'says the first Martian. "'Let's get to the musicals. "'What is this Canada, the musical?' (laughs) "'There isn't one,' says the Mushroom. "'Because for the musicals, you need to have a story. "'You need to decide how the story should come out. "'What's the finale?' But in this Canada place, they've been arguing about the story for a lot of years. Is it the story of the French-language people, and how they didn't do so well for a while? Or is it the story of foraging ahead with the wheat? There was something about a railroad, too, but it's not very musical. Is it the story about welcoming new kinds of people, or is it the story about not welcoming new kinds of people, especially those with different colored caps and scales? Canada. Land of Opportunity or Canada, land of unfair discrimination and exploitation. You could you could do both. Is it a story about how one kind of sporocarp didn't have this thing called the vote at first, but then they got a hold of it? Or is it the story about how the first people were shoved aside and how these other people made up laws and then took their stuff and how now they're getting some of it back? There was a lot of stories, you see, and all of them were true in their own way, but not all of them would give you a rousing hurrah finale. Plus dancing. I can see it's a puzzle, says the second Martian. Where to begin? Well, that's their problem, the Canada people, says the mushroom. They don't know where to begin, and they don't know what to put in, or what to leave out. No matter how you tell the Canada story, somebody's going to be offended. And then they all say sorry a lot. They sound inhibited, says the third Martian. Should we maybe just try to find... New York. They have more joie de vie there. Oh, they used to have, says the mushroom, once upon a time. They did a million musicals, mostly stories about themselves, or about cats. None of them bothered to tell the story about us mushrooms, though. Why isn't there any mushrooms, the musical? There's a musical about everything else. Mushrooms don't sing and dance, to be fair, says the third Martian. (laughs) That's no excuse, says the Amanita, sulkily. I mean, neither do lions, and look, there's a lion king. We're trying to, says the Martian. We just don't know where it is. Where is this New York, where the musicals are? It's south of here, says the mushroom, though I realize that's vague, but I think it's getting hostile to Martians down there. Safer for you up here. I'll tell you what, why don't you make a flag, attach it to a pole, stick it into the ground, and just claim Canada? Then you can be the ones who decide what should be in Canada the musical. Do me a favor, put in some mushrooms, will you? Amanita Muscaria, it's a, it's a melodious name when you think about it, especially for a heroine of a musical, don't you think? That's a really good idea, says the first Martian. Amanita, Amanita, how I love you. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. And then there's a modern dance number or something with a chorus dressed as decomposing vegetation. And it's a good idea about the flag, says the first Martian. And claiming Canada for the Martians, says the second Martian. And then we can have musicals non-stop. Let's do this, says the third Martian. We can back it up with our surfire drone-controlled ray guns. And so... They do. And that was our story. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's go now to our 100-character TwitFix story winner this week by Suomi Nona. Here it is. They dig, carving tunnels for the newly hatched. I lower my razor. I need a better tool Now that they're beneath my skull. 100 character stories, not counting spaces. We call them twabbles. We pick a winner each week from our discussion forums at forums.drabblecast.org and we run it here on our show. And post it on our Twitter feed and social media at Drabblecast. Follow us there for good stuff. All right, folks, that's our show this week. Special thanks to our kick-ass episode artist, Emily Cannon. In a lot of ways, Emily Cannon is like the Amanita muscaria mushroom given to flights of fancy and prone to sitting in one place for a long time. That is, while she reads or draws or listens to podcasts, like all self-respecting mushrooms. She's currently rooted herself in Colorado Springs, where she's working on the upcoming graphic novel, Ghost Roast. You can find her work at Emily A. Illustrates on Instagram. We'll see you next week, weirdos. Our program this week was brought to you by Sandra O'Dell, Bo Kyer, Jason Smith, Adam Pratt, a butterfly that turns out wasn't a used band-aid in the pool filter after all, but was a dead butterfly. And is that so much better? Samantha Henderson, Melissa Harvey, Tom Baker, and yours truly, Norm Sherman, reminding you that where is always relative. Where in relation to what? The Luckily there is a mushroom. Sits Lance Fernandez the boss. And as women surround him like clothing, all tussled and ready to toss. All tussled and ready to toss. He mutters these words to his lackey. But when it comes, put this in his butt.